Hello and welcome back. I'm Jojo Fraser. It's time for a Mojo Injection, episode 73. I'm all in here and I'm so glad that you have taken the time to come back. Thank you for coming back. How are you? How are you doing? Um, whether the Mojo is out of town, high, low, medium, um, the intention of this episode is to give you some kind of boost. And I've got an amazing, inspirational guest this week and her life's mission and purpose is to help people to really turn up the dials on the self-belief and the positivity and yeah you know our mind I was saying to one of my podcast guests this week that our mind can be like a monster and I actually put on my YouTube channel at Jojo Fraser a visualization exercise where you can just really really turn down the dials on the nasty stuff and turn up the mojo and um yeah that was that was powerful i just love the space here i love the conversations they just teach me so much and they really uplift me and bring a little bit joy into my life and i really just hope you feel the same um it's been a great week i am delighted to be getting involved in the tedx for cumbernauld early december and i am going to be speaker coach. Um, I'm delighted to be chatting and working with the speakers and really hearing their stories and helping them deliver the very best version of themselves on the stage. It's going to be amazing. It does frustrate me sometimes. I know a lot of great male speakers and I'm all for encouraging everyone. We all have value. We all have a story. We're all equal. But when you see the stats of top 10 speakers in the world, it's all guys. When I ask people who their favourite speakers are a lot of the time it's guys 90% of time people say guys and I just think is that because we have less confidence as females or there's there's not as many opportunities Um, it's an interesting one but I'll certainly do my bit to help put out there and to help encourage more women to get up on that stage and share the story and help inspire the world and one of the amazing women um, that inspires the world is Laura Williams from The Secret Inspirer and she supports you women popcorn. did you make popcorn? I'm coming down for some two minutes and Laura supports women in the music industry to believe in themselves believe anything is possible step by the side of fear to all the juicy stuff and build resilience to thrive in a chaotic world She's worked with clients across the globe to overcome challenges, create big visions and release stories that stand in the way to live lighter and brighter. This is my kind of girl. Always remembering to have fun on the journey. Now, Laura believes in the intrinsic brilliance of every human. Totally vibing with this girl. So I met Laura through my friend Mandy who I'd met in the gym and we just hit it off straight away and she said oh I've read your blog I've seen your insta I was like that's so funny uh, she's just a breath of fresh air she's given me great quotes for future books um, and loads she's great for researching with Mandy big shout out to you at strawberry blonde Mandy um, so you want to follow Mandy as well go for it um, and Laura Williams you can get on the secret inspirer an Instagram or you can whatever channel you want to go to you can just go to the secretinspired.com to find her and I know you're going to love this chat I know that you're just going to get so much from it because I did and it's brilliant so guys are you all in be here with an open mind I'm going to go have popcorn um and I think Cubs might be opening a wee bottle so popcorn some tv couple glasses of fizz and enjoy my night but i just hope you really really get a lot from this all my love and thank you for being here please hit some stars so more people can find our little podcast here um i'm just delighted by how many of you are tuning in and i want to keep spreading that message far and wide and yeah you're awesome much love I think we're rolling. Welcome, Laura. Thanks for having me, Jojo. Is that what you like to be called, Laura? Laura is my name, yes. <laughs> I am corporate inspirer, but um, yeah, everyone calls me Laura. That multiple, multiple names, but we won't go into that now. You can call me Laura. Can't, can't really abbreviate <laughs> that one, can you? Oh, there's loads. There's laws, laws, laws. Oh, yeah. We have, 
we always find a way, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone likes to change everything, don't they? Oh, yeah. So I am really excited to chat with you. So basically, I met Mandy in a hot tub. And, ah, um, and uh, yeah, and she just had all this energy and chat. And we had a brilliant conversation. And then I've met her since. Um, and I was working in this adult only lounge the other week. And she came up to me and we're chatting away. And she was like, oh man you need to meet this girl i'm gonna get she got her instagram up got me on the page she's like oh you really oh she needs to be on your podcast and i was like i'm just gonna send her a message now then before i forget because you know it's like (laughs) conversations Uh, so looked up your page gave you a follow sent you a message and here we are yeah moments (laughs) later (laughs) no no pressure on you like absolutely not it's great and if you're a friend of Mandy's, then wow, that girl is an absolute angel. I love it. I love her to bits. She came to one of my workshops I did in the summer um, about fixing your own oxygen mask first. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just like a little beacon of love and light in the audience. You know, someone who always participates and always just wants to get really involved. And she used to work um, in the flight industry. So she was like, oh my God, this talk is literally made for me. Uh-huh. Um, and then it turned out that I knew her brother um oh, wow. so like years, and years and years and years and he's a very good friend of mine i'd had no idea that his sister was in the audience being fabulous that is okay, there you go. it's so important as a speaker and when you're doing these events you know to have those faces sometimes to focus on because yeah. Yeah. you know it's hard and you can pick up on energy but sometimes the people that aren't really responding need to hear it but as when you're up there it can be quite hard if you're feeling like the block or something well part of why why i do what i do and how i've come to this is that i do pick up on energy like i can almost i can feel what you're feeling before you've said a word like i just absolutely pick up on energy so yeah when there is like a big room full a sea full of people it's so nice to have faces that are very very smiley (laughs) but of course everyone's different so sometimes you know you have your resting bitch face on when you're listening yeah they're they're enjoying it just as much as everyone else but (laughs) i know i've got a really unattractive face when i'm concentrating and uh, oh it's just yeah it's just this mm, uh, everyone has haven't they but it's good (laughs) oh you need to be all in the info i know masks off pouts off and just get into it yeah exactly (laughs) so if you were to introduce yourself tell me about what's brought you to this well oh gosh well I mean the the big big story I mean I am Laura the secret inspirer so I'm I'm a belief coach predominantly for women in the music industry um and you know more generally people in the entertainment industry but I help people really believe in themselves and believe that anything is possible and help them kind of jump the other side of fear to all the juicy stuff because we miss out on so much stuff because we're just scared um and to help them build resilience in like a really kind of quite an ego-driven environment or a very ego-driven world in the music industry and yeah just generally you know the world's quite a difficult place isn't it at the moment so i'm just helping people build resilience but um but yeah i mean i got to do this um about three years ago if you want the full-on story I mean I'll give you a very condensed version but I was working in telco for years and years in marketing and I've had all sorts of durations of jobs and things like that before usually usually marketing based Um, and I had an absolutely epic breakup after 10 years and I think everyone's everyone I mean I'm 37 so like there's a story there somewhere Uh Um, I think you don't get to my age without something like quite big happening and there's been there's been a few things but this was a thing that absolutely after 10 years with my ex shook me to my core Mm -hmm. and I was like right and your world gets shaken upside down and you really you 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 kind of start thinking right what what am I even doing on this planet like and I'm a really I'm I'm a spiritual person I have been but I think that really brought it out of me and I started reading lots of books Rebecca Campbell's Light is the New Black was something that really really helped me kind of figure out what maybe what my purpose was and like yeah at that time I was like right I don't think it's working in telco in the city of London doing marketing propositions this is not why I'm on the planet why am I on the planet 
And I started um, chatting to loads of friends and stuff like that. And loads of people were kind of, they kept pointing me in the direction of coaching. They were like, or Laura or Laws or whatever. <laughs> Whenever, when I speak to you, I feel like I go away and I feel like I can take on the world. Like you've got this energy like this positive energy where anything is possible and you really truly believe it and I've always loved people like I've always been passionate about empowering people and building people up and I've seen a lot of instances in my past in different careers and stuff where and it's, it's usually because the person who's doing the empowering or not isn't very empowered themselves but they're kind of they, they beat people down and they down and that's their management style and I just absolutely don't believe in that I believe that we are all beautiful human beings that we kind of get a bit lost along the way and we've got a lot of um we get born like pretty perfect basically I mean whatever perfection is and we have all these layers of, of stories and limiting beliefs and things that are put on us by our culture environment family friends over the years um and so I, I i believe that everyone's intrinsically brilliant and it's just kind of working through all of the crap basically mm -hmm. to find themselves and to help people shine mm -hmm. um so you know knowing that i kind of love all of that and i have got a psychology degree as well so that was very helpful um i i just started investigating and looking into kind of being a coach and 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 basically created the secret inspirer um and it's been kind of growing in the past two years and i've done nlp um neuro neuro linguistic uh, programming which i absolutely love because it really helps people like reframe and rewire their brains to think yeah. more clearly. i'm sure you know all about that um but yeah i mean it, it sounds like a quick process but it you know it, it took quite a while just to understand uh, what I was here to do and I do believe that I'm here to really help people live bigger love so that. that's what I'm doing <laughs> so why do we settle I think I mean I, I think a lot of people get stuck in a rut mm -hmm. and they get stuck like we I think a certain amount of routine and ritual and stuff is really really good for us and good as human beings but I think stuck in a rut and then they, they start believing the stories that they're telling themselves they you know a lot of people that have got um families and stuff they kind of think that they that that's what they're doing right now and they can't do anything bigger and they can't do anything better and maybe they're not worthy or maybe they don't believe that they can do these absolutely amazing amazing or live these amazing amazing big big lives um and then life like time just ticks away and then maybe they've lost a few years and it's like shit i've not really done anything and they put themselves first they're not putting themselves first so they don't often think about themselves and what it is that they want and i i it it kind of shocks me because i've always been a very i'm a visionary i'm a i am I, the reason i do what i do is because i believe that anything is possible and i really help people dream bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and help them create amazing goals that they they really 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 want to achieve from their hearts mm -hmm. and it kind of shocks me sometimes when i sit down with clients because they don't have these dreams they don't have these visions mm -hmm. and um, so i just don't think people spend time thinking about it as much we're as they so could. So distracted, so busy. Yeah. And it's easy to not, you know, and you say, what do you want? What what yeah. do you want? Exactly. And a lot of the answers, well, I don't know, or someone else says yeah. I should want this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have time or whatever. Um I did a talk at the NEC a few months ago and I was saying that we're human beings and not human doings. Yeah. And you know when we're when you're in or whatever or when you go and meet up with friends people kind of ask you like how busy are you yeah <laughs> why are we asking it why is busy a good thing like yeah. one of my things that i am doing as a business is is to not be busy i don't want to be busy i want to be happy and grounded and doing things that i'm passionate about and having time a lot of time for me you know and that's part of what i do and i have to do that i have to fill myself up in order to fill other people up but i don't i don't want to be 
be busy or have to be so busy. I know. I, I did an experiment for my second book and I asked, so I made a note of all the conversations I had in the street with like mums on the school run or people in the supermarket. And I would say, how are you? And every single response had the B word in it. Um, so it was like, oh, you know, just busy, just the way it is. And a part of me wanted to say, but when do you feel most alive? When do you feel most present? But mm. then they'd be like, you massive weirdo, because <laughs> that's not the normal sort of conversation to have, is it? Exactly. And even you just saying that then, it made me think, when do I feel the most alive? And um, in the last couple of years, I've really got into meditation. And I really think there's magic in stillness. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, my God. That stillness it doesn't have to med be meditation because some people get a bit freaked out by the idea of that why though um, why should they it's just meditation i think this i think people are scared of being alone with their thoughts mm, and i yeah. think if they don't do it very often then it's quite scary at first because you are going within and yeah. you're close you're disconnecting from the outside world going within and you're like wow this is quite a crazy place in here but the more that you do that the like the calmer and more peaceful it becomes so that's oh, just sitting down and being still is like that's when I feel most alive and I'm sitting in nature or in a park and just sitting and switching your phone off and being mm. it's just beautiful that's when the real downloads come yeah well yeah exactly because I believe that there's a, we've constantly got signs around us of you know the, the directions from the universe and you know all of the amazing magical things that we've got around us and the opportunities but we miss a lot of it because we're so like fast and rushing and busy and everything and actually we just need when we're feeling a bit out of sorts and we need some help and direction I believe it's all that we need to just sit still and breathe and mm -hmm. do nothing and be uh -huh. and then like you say that's when the downloads come how should the balance look to someone that say enjoys being busy, enjoys having goals? So obviously to yeah. achieve your goals, you do have to work hard, but we know we need to be still as well. What does a perfect balance look like to you if you have 24 hours in a day? Oh God. I mean, I don't believe in the word perfect anyway. <laughs> um, and, and actually sometimes that puts pressure on. Um, I've, I've actually had moments where I've been so busy doing all the stuff that I know I need to do to keep me full. So my yoga, meditation, rushing around, like going, I've been rushing to meditation groups before and, you know, I've been stuck on the tube and I've been absolutely stressed out. <laughs> just like, this is ridiculous. So I think it's just whatever you need at the time. Yeah. You know? Like find out what it is. I did a workshop yesterday about putting yourself first at the ministry, um, not mi the ministry of sound, <laughs> not like the ministry of defense or anything. Um, and um, yeah, it was, it was like, it was just, just check in with yourself mm -hmm. and give yourself a moment to just notice when you kind of visualize a version of you that's really energized, like your higher self and your happier self. Check in with that and have a little think about what it is that you, you need a person to fuel you. What it is, what it is that lights you up, what it is that makes you feel energized. Mm -hmm. And just that's the first thing you need to know and be aware of what it is you need. Mm -hmm. And then just sprinkling it into your week. Yeah. Or, you know, making sure that every single day, like I know that I do need time on my own. I need to not be, I need to be in, 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 you know, internal, not external. doesn't necessarily have to be meditation or whatever, but I need just to be on my own. I'm an extrovert. I think there's like quite a big introvert in me somewhere. That yeah. just needs and there's a lot of energy and all sorts of stuff. So I just know that I need that. I know that I need physical, like really, really good fuel. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got very heavily into Ayurveda and the principles of Ayurveda and I've got an amazing Ayurvedic consultant Gita Vara who has really helped me understand what I need in mm -hmm. order to eat in order to ground me um, and all of that kind of stuff and what happens when 
I'm out of balance um, and all of that. I, I won't go into Ayurveda right now because I could talk for five hours about or five years. Um, but it's, it's just knowing those things that I need and just making sure that I do it every day. Mm -hmm. um, but not be so strict about it that it starts to then become stressful and overwhelming because then you completely miss the point mm -hmm. you're kind of rushing through a meditation class and getting stressed out <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like wherever you are be there fully yeah exactly a hundred yeah be present and it's it can be hard can't it just to mm -hmm. silence the racing thoughts to silence the limiting beliefs and, and whatever just pops in. Mm. Do yeah. you have like techniques for people that don't necessarily want to go to a meditation class, but they need something quick that they can apply to get them more mindful moments in their life? Well, there's, um, I think it's kind of an anxiety technique, but it's a, there's something that can bring you, can help you be really, really grounded. And I'm going to probably get this the wrong way around, but it's like the five, four, three, two, one technique. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got, I've written it on my, um, I did a post on it a few months ago. Um, but it's no, it's kind of noticing like five things around you that you can see mm -hmm. four things around you that you can hear three things around you that you can smell mm -hmm. two things around you you can touch and then one thing that you can taste it's okay. probably i've probably said it in the wrong way but it's just suddenly that makes you a hundred percent present and that, yeah. and that and that you know like you say being present in the moment most of the time now is actually absolutely beautiful and absolutely fine Mm -hmm. And we spend so much time worrying about things that do not happen and so much energy, wasted energy about things that just are never going to happen. Like if you're feeling really anxious, or it's probably because you're living in the future a bit too much. And if you're feeling flat and low and depressed, it's probably because you're going over things and over things in the past that yeah. you can't change. Mm -hmm. It's done. We're here right now. Um, and I think it's something else I always say is that every single person on this planet is living this second for the first time, mm. just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I love that. We're all, we're all in it together. So take comfort in knowing. And we're all learning. Life is a lesson. Everything is a lesson or a blessing. Mm -hmm. And we have, we're learning until we die. That's what we're here to do, I believe. Mm -hmm. So we need to just be present as much as we can. It's, it's okay. Like now is absolutely okay. And actually the more that you are present and the more that you do these things that build resilience, um, you know, like meditation, slowing down, you know, listening to music, doing the stuff that you love, mm -hmm. the more that, that, that then when challenges arrive, you actually can, you're equipped to deal with them. And actually, yeah. you, you look at them in a more positive way. You don't really see them as, as challenges as much. Yeah, you can, you're out of the chaos a little bit. Exactly. And I mean, gratitude as well. I'm sure you, you practice gratitude, but that is, that is a game changer. Yeah. With me. Just, it literally retrains your brain to think more positively. And if we can get up in a morning and just be like just write down three things that you're grateful for every morning and do that for a month then you physically start to change how you're thinking in the morning and then it sets you up for the rest of the day or if you're going into a big meeting that you're scared about or you're going into a challenging situation that you're you know feeling anxious about just writing down a few things that you're grateful for it just kind of lifts you up really does doesn't it it's just yeah. you can re we try and do it around the table because i've got two young kids so uh, yeah. i can see because there was studies that if they are wired to be more pessimistic you can rewire but not just kids adults as well you know if you're wired that way from the conditioning um you can do the work just through gratitude i mean it's amazing how you can change that thought 
It's so simple. It's so, so simple. And I think something else that I talk about quite a lot is like neg- is how we talk to ourselves in our own heads. Like yeah. be mindful of negative self-talk. Like just spend a day writing down from when you get up, you know, just noting a few things that you kind of say to yourself. Yeah. Because we are our own worst critics. I, I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, some people probably big themselves up all day and they're absolutely amazing in their own heads and that's brilliant and you know that let's all try and get to that place whatever but uh, most people probably spend the day just talking about oh you shouldn't have said that you shouldn't have done that oh god that didn't go very well beating themselves up all day and if like if you've you've not even left the house and you've had an absolute barrage of like negative stuff in your own head from yourself to yourself, then how are we supposed to go out into the world and feel confident and comfortable in our own skin? Yeah, like we we are best friends. So just noting down like we're spending a day and just noting down some of the things that we say to ourselves mm-hmm. and being aware of that, that's the first thing, because then we can change it. And then with things like gratitude and stuff, it helps to flip it into the positive. I like that. And it's having compassion for when we do screw up. Like I've kind mm-hmm. of rewired my brain so that when I make a mistake, I get really excited because I think this will be great content. I'll put that in my next book. I'll do that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I've made a mistake. It's going to help someone else. Um, <laughs> But for that, I've had to really work on the ego. So listening into Mm -hmm. what's my ego and what's like taking all that away and stripping it back to what's really me, the true me that we all, you know, we all have joy and we all have peace and calm and and positive energy. But it's so easy for the ego. It's like this monster in the mind saying, show them and oh, oh, I'm so hard done by and I'm a victim and I... And it's removing that because I think anger can serve us in a positive way because it perhaps addresses a need for change. And you Uh think, how can I use this anger to create positive change? But it's when it mixes with ego. How do you manage anger? Well, I mean, I I know that with with the coming up, you can always tell if what's the ego and what's there to help you, like what your heart and your soul, you, you know, is always there. There's always some, a nice voice inside that's telling you, ha- you know, helpful things. Um, and the ego, you can always tell is that kind of negative, blah, 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 like you've said. Um, I, managing anger, I don't, anger isn't something I tend to have a lot. Um, I know some people are very angry. I'm very, I'm a very compassionate person. I, thinking that I've always been it's, a, it's like a gift mm-hmm. that I've had is always to have perspective from someone else's perspective and understanding like someone else's point of view mm-hmm. um and obviously if you're in uh, well I don't necessarily even have many arguments either but um I don't know I, I mean for me it's things like tiredness and things probably and just being slightly overwhelmed because there's, there's just too much going on and and yeah, maybe that would come out as frustration. Uh, and I think, I, yeah, just understanding where it's from. Whenever there's a kind of negative um, emotion, and like you say, they're all, they're, every emotion is there to help you. Every, yeah. You know, we, we do need to embrace every single part of us. We can't always be on fire. We can't always be like super happy, like, oh my God, the world's amazing Jojo. Like there will, there's always going to be parts of us that aren't the, you know, the, the more desirable parts. And each of those parts, like we all have shadow parts, that they're, they're all there to protect us. Being tired is there to help you from burning out and completely, you know, losing the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of recognizing whatever that emotion is and acknowledging it, being like, hey, right, I'm angry what's this about where's it coming from and just kind of getting a bit more down into the root the core of it and yeah. then acknowledging that and when you pick that apart then you know okay maybe it's because and I do believe that everything's a mirror so if you're angry at other another person because of some behavior that you've seen them do or mm-hmm. they've shown it's not been good enough for you or like your expectations are higher or you know something like that it's actually really a mirror to your own emotions or something that isn't necessarily healed in you or something that you might need to look at because you've noticed it 
So right. it takes one for no one, that kind of, you know, that saying. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's like, okay, what's this telling me? What can I learn from this? Right, like it. Yeah, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, so, so we start to see anger and, and negative emotions as a lesson and go deeper within something yeah. that we need to work out within ourselves. Yeah, one thing. And I, I think, how do you deal with hormones? Because I know a trigger for me is PMS. So yeah, yeah. if my husband is saying, you know, being critical in the sense, I, I need you to do this. And I'm saying, well, it's not my priority, but I will get to it. I'm trying yeah. to stay calm. But I find PMS, I'm thinking, can you just back off? Ah! I think go with it. Like, push, like the emotions that are trying to come up don't push them down like feel into the emotion because the more that we try and oh my god right i've got pms i need to not do this and i'm being really angry and oh like just feel it like if you need to have a little like moment and like let it all out i mean we don't want to be taking our internal anger and frustrations out on our family we don't but you know maybe have um a coping mechanism there um, for, for me, maybe I, I just need a minute. I live on my own, so it's a lot easier for me to have some space. <laughs> and like, I don't, I think that's probably why I don't, I'm not angry that often because I'm not around people all the time. I can totally chill out and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So it is a bit easier. Um, but though, you know, there are times where you're, you know, you're in big presentations or meetings or whatever, and like, you're totally feeling the PMT and like, you're, you know, not being as articulate as normal and whatever. And it's like, do you know what? This is me. I, this is the most natural thing that happens to women in the world. This is why we're all on this planet. <laughs> Let's just embrace this. And, um, I mean, I've, I also, I'm very attuned to the cycles of the moon. Uh-huh. And, I think in knowing and having an aware there are things that are much, much bigger than us that mm. are controlling, like, you know, if the moon controls the tide and we're 80%, 90% water, 80% yeah. water, then of course the moon's going to have an effect on our emotions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just understanding, it's understanding what cycle that you're in or what cycle it, that is, is happening. And, you know, at a full moon, we're actually, we're quite, we tend to be quite wired and full of energy but we're not very intuitive and maybe we're not so articulate and there's certain points in the monthly cycle where it's your time to retreat and just do less and go within and do more self-care and then there's a period of kind of you know well that's that's generally at the new moon and then this is again something that I could talk about for absolutely hours yeah it's fascinating Oh, I absolutely love it. And I've got a really good friend, Kirsty Gallagher, as well. You should also follow her on Instagram, who mm-hmm. is incredible. And she's got so much insight. It's amazing. She's got a really good program called Luna Living, wow. um, where she explains all of this. But yeah, then you kind of have this period of manifesting your dreams and, and really thinking about what it is that you want. Um, and then there's a moment to kind of understand that and, and feel into that. And then there's right okay let's put some action behind that and then that leads up to the full moon where it goes boom and then you know it's like the most energy and then there's a point in time where you just go okay let's just start winding down now for the next two weeks into the new moon Uh and receiving some of the things like slowing down and we've asked for this stuff we'll put some action behind it let's start receiving it and retreating and just letting the universe do its work ah understanding those cycles seasonality getting in tune to nature it just really helps you yeah so how do you keep track of the moon then do you know what it's doing over the next couple of weeks do you do you have an oh yeah 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 i mean i've got my diary has got all of the moon kind of new moon full moon dates and things like that in it's very easy just to find out Uh online anywhere so full moon for people that don't know much about it mm-hmm. sort of if you were to break it down could you for sort of a simple guide if there's a full moon you should do this if there's a you know half moon of a certain time a full moon is a really good time for releasing it's kind okay. of you've, you've got you've put all the action the energy is like full you know you can see the bright 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 light in the sky there's all the energy and oh. you're about to burst it's like boom but it's a really really time 
So what I like to do on a full moon is write down a list of all the things that I want to release and let go of and write a list of forgiveness, all the people, me included, the stuff that I want to forgive because in forgiveness you can grow. And then that kind of clears a really, really, really juicy, juicy bit of space for me in my life and your life to then write a list of gratitude and fill all of that space with love and all the the gratitude for what you actually have already. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's all sorts of rituals. I'm sure maybe we could do like another podcast, like specifically on the moon or, you know, something something like that um but it's nice to kind of if you can if you can physically burn these lists <laughs> uh-huh. and actually like release them like uh-huh. so they're gone um I like to keep my gratitude list because that kind of makes sense to me that it's like that's what I'm keeping but all the stuff that you've you've released and the stuff that you're wanting to forgive and let go of mm-hmm. that's nice you've burned that it's gone and then when you go down two weeks, two weeks later to the dark moon, and there's nothing in the sky, you can't see the moon. Uh-huh. It's a really good time for introspection and just think going within and going, okay, right. So what have, you know, I've let go of these things and what, what is it that I want? What is the stuff that I really want to manifest and bring into my life mm-hmm. and get really creative and just start writing all of your dreams and wishes mm-hmm. and all of the magic, creating the magic and feeling it in your heart and visualizing it as if it's already happening yeah. um, and, and writing a list of, you know, your wishes and stuff. And then you sing that to um, the universe as well. And then, you know, in the next two weeks, then you put a bit more energy and you create intentions and actions. Did you know, like, I believe that anything is possible. If you have a dream and you believe that you can absolutely live this dream and then you start writing down much, much small, smaller intentions and actions and start going in the direction of achieving that dream, mm-hmm. then you can, anything's possible. So and you aligning with all of the, the cycles, it's just, it's, it kind of expedites it for you. I love that. So do you believe in all this? Um, so manifestation, can you see in your life where you've really applied this and, and your dreams have come true? Yeah, I actually, I have, I have this moon book, like I'm a Virgo, I write lots of notes and like to create things and you know, whatever. Me too. I have, are you a Virgo? Yeah. Oh, maybe 3rd of September, I am. Mm. When are you? 10th. Ah, yeah, my dad's a 12th. It's nine months after Christmas and New Year, so <laughs> a lot of it, like September babies, because all our parents were drunk at Christmas. <laughs> so, so yeah what something that I did recently because I write all of this stuff down um and all of my wishes and stuff under the new moon I have got like almost a log of like the last year or so and a few months ago I looked at it and I was like you know because number one of the things you have to be is patient in life you can't have a wish and expect it to happen the next day you can't plant a seed and and expect a tree the next day mm-hmm. like and and things are happening in divine timing for you and mm-hmm. i believe that when you're ready for them and when you can make the most of them yeah so anyway so i looked back you know a few months weeks ago and um maybe at my like january wishes or something like that and i was like oh my god like they've pretty much like 90 percent come true mm. and i was like wow and i totally believe i believe in the law of attraction i believe in manifestation and all that kind of stuff but it wasn't until i physically thought i'd been wishing for that i was like that's come true i haven't got a dog but you know that's that's gonna happen <laughs> I haven't got a house in Hampstead yet, but you know, one day, um, but you know, we'll retreat in Ibiza, um, (laughs) but it's all happening when it needs to, but yeah, Yeah. it's amazing when you look back and you're like, wow, it's all coming true. Even love, like love, like when I, as soon as I was ready, I, under the Leone wished for love for the first time in a long time since I've been absolutely heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And about three days later, my current girlfriend, like who I'm now with and very, very happily, just popped into my life. No way. Yeah, and the story behind it is, is crazy as well. 
absolutely crazy that's another one for another day i know i was like <laughs> i want to know <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you offline how we met <laughs> oh so that's amazing that you know and and for people that are going through a breakup now now it may be a breakup with a friend it may be you know you've yeah, yeah. fallen out or or a romantic relationship what advice would you give to heal oh god i mean cry just bloody let it out let it out i mean i i can even i can get emotional and i can cry and get teary at remembering three and three and a half three years ago how painful it was Mm. and how much i did cry but you just you just have to and and talk about being present i mean it's it's actually it's one of it can be a really beautiful time when you look back on it it's really amazing because it's it's basically the universe shaking you up and remembering you, reminding you to live. And like, you're, you're probably not on your path right now. You're not living what you need to be living. And it's shaking you up and giving you a huge chance to grow. And wow. it's beautiful. But you don't, in the moment, of course, you don't feel like that. And you don't need to really even know that. It'll happen. But just feel into it. Feel those emotions. I mean, I, I had moments that I couldn't, I, I felt like I couldn't even breathe. Mm. Like for weeks I felt like I couldn't breathe I was just kind of going into work and just being and existing as like a you know corporate robot and coming home shutting the door and crying my eyes out but oh. just hours and you just but you, you just have to it's because you get attached humans get attached and attachment isn't a good thing it's not healthy mm. and after 10 years in my relationship you know it was definitely time for it to end but very much in love and we were very attached to each other because mm-hmm. it's like having your arm cut off when you when you lose a relationship like that and you know I can't even imagine what it's like when you lose someone physically from this world yeah so you know it but you've just got to sit with it and um you I always 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 had knew there was light at the end of the tunnel I always had faith mm-hmm. that better things were out there for me a hundred percent and I would be in a much more beautiful relationship for the person that I was growing into in the future and you know I all I always believe I live my life thinking the best is yet to come and I know I I really really truly believe that and you have to believe that in those moments and just breathe into it how how do we what you're saying about attachment how do we get that balance then so just say you you're totally in love with someone and you're you're together all the time Mm. how do we get the balance right because it's how dependent are you dependent on them for your own happiness uh, you sh- shouldn't shouldn't i don't like the word shouldn't shoulda coulda woulda but um ideally you're not dependent on any external stuff for your own internal happiness mm-hmm. and i think it's just understanding i mean I don't, it just, just knowing who you are and not losing sight of who you are as a person and, and making sure that you do spend time doing the things that you love and obviously do stuff together and grow together and have all of that beautiful time together. And you want to be together, mm-hmm. but it, there's a big, there's a big difference between like loving someone and, and being together and being attached and dependent on them like if they were to be taken away and you would absolutely your entire world would implode which mine did it's probably not a good sign like mm. but you know as much as i mean love love it's it's difficult isn't it because love is just so emotional and it's the most beautiful emotion that we have and that's what makes us beautiful humans and that's why we're on this planet love is like the number one thing so uh-huh. you want to feel that love but just be keeping grounded in yourself like you are not the same person you are two people i i really don't like that saying like my other half yeah i know and i i I believe in soulmates and i believe in twin flames and things like that so actually you know that is kind of is your other half (laughs) but um it's yeah it it you are a whole 100 percent full person and just to make sure that you're always that whole and full person and so are they and you work together and you empower each other and you grow and support each other, but you're not dependent on each other for and attach them in that way that's, you know, you can tell if it's 
not quite right. Yeah, it's too much. I also believe in a lot of soul connections. So I've got some incredible friends um, of different genders. And some people would say to me, oh, does your husband not mind that you're hanging out with these fit guys? And I'm going, well, they're my <laughs> friends. Like, I don't think of my friends as a gender. I think of it as an energy and a connection and a chemistry. Yeah. But I do hear a lot of people say to me, um, you know, someone I was chatting to the other day and they said, my girlfriend would, my ex-girlfriend would not have let me come around to you to here to spend time with you. Like even something simple, like a podcast or a, a collaboration with someone. So oh, wow. that says more about them. It's a very common thing though. Very common thing. Yeah. That's the person jealousy is a very low energy isn't it and it's um it's kind of it's an ego driven energy and i i believe that you know what's meant for you won't pass you by and it's not to be complacent but like if you're meant to be with someone you're meant to be with them and they it's not even about letting them i think the word letting them do something is almost like you own a person you never mm. own a, another human being mm. you can't tell people what to do you just need to build such a beautiful environment for them, such a nurturing, loving environment, genuine environment that they would never want to go off with anyone else. And yeah. they, of course, that you want them to have these beautiful, rich um, relationships and experiences with other people in a non-romantic way. Yeah. Um, and telling someone or like, letting them do things or not is never going to stop them anyway like if you're meant to be together you're meant to be together yeah and it's it's a, a true connection in every sense and I think you know I've spoken about this before on the podcast about um you know affairs and things they're they're emotional if mm. people have an affair it's because they're you know they're not all there it's it's not physical I mean yeah. I'm sure uh, I mean this is a overall I'm sure you know you hear stories of people just lusting after but it's got to be deeper than that right yeah and I don't we're not really are we supposed to be with one person forever I don't know that's a beautiful romantic lovely fairy tale but sometimes we change and we grow and we evolve we, that's what life is isn't it and you know we have to leave other we leave others behind and they leave us behind and then we learn and we grow mm -hmm. but it's again it's that needy energy of like i'm going to force you to stay with me you know it just it's not the right energy to put out there in the world mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes you can grow in different ways so you're on a different frequency yeah so you're like, one of you grows this way and then one grows the other, but you're just not. And it's how you work through that and how you know yeah. when to work through it or when to say, you know, see you. Communicate. Yeah, exactly. You always listen to your gut. Your gut is always going to tell you if something's right, something's like worth kind of fighting for, working towards, working to keep. Mm -hmm. And, you know, or if it's so it may be time to let go. And grow what would you say to people that their gut changes a lot though because i hear this i say oh one month oh it's great and then i'm not sure and it's great i think it's really getting in tune with understanding what is the ego like we said earlier and if if there's like if you can go within and you know sit still silent do some meditation whatever and the stuff that's for you if it feels like there's a you know shouty or kind of aggressive like voice or a feeling or something like that and it's very much negative and jealousy and you know all of the lower kind of energies and things like that then that's probably your ego mm -hmm. but if if there is a beautiful kind of soft heartwarming voice or some or just something that just feels more supportive and caring and loving mm -hmm then that's your guidance. That's your inner guidance. And that's your, I don't know, your soul or whatever you want to call it. And sometimes we have people in life that help to shine a light on that. I, I remember my dad said to me years ago about a past relationship. He said, if you, if you love this person enough to put up with all of this, 
if you love them enough, then it's your choice. Mm. And I came to the conclusion at that point in my life that it was time to put myself, you know, it was that compassionate, you know, that voice. No, you, you've enough now. Like, yeah. Come on, let, darling. let it go. And, and that, so that's, that, that's very well put. I like that a lot. I'm sure that'll be really useful for people. I hope so. <laughs> no, it's really, I, I really, I find all this stuff so inspiring. So I really do appreciate you sharing your insights and sharing your, and, and with the music side, I always ask people uh, about their favorite song, but what was it that you got, made you get into the music side of things? I just, I feel like music is in my blood and my veins. And um, I was very, very lucky. My dad, my dad back in the day, very, very, very long ago, he used to be a music uh, promoter. And um, he was very much into his music. And me and my little brother got taken to Pink Floyd as our first gig at Earl's Court when I think I was eight. Wow. Um, that would make my brother six. So I'm not sure. Maybe it was like, maybe I was slightly older. Um, but my mom has uh, had tinnitus ever since that gig. Um, but, you know, we spent our Saturday nights like just jumping the the lounge listening to Bowie like or the Stones or you know Led Zeppelin or just loads of just music like always and like music's the thing that can energize me like that of course get the meditation going in going inwards and all that kind of stuff recharging but for me putting on my favorite music dancing around I always say like, I like to dance in my pants in the kitchen so it's a Grey's Anatomy like analogy um or saying um you know it's just it's just a really it's a sign that I'm if I'm jumping around and dancing um so it's always been there it's always been a part of my life so is Ibiza Ibiza has just uh, for some reason I I I feel like it's I've got a picture of Espedra behind me which is the third most magnetic place in the world after the north and south pole it's at the south of Ibiza mm -hmm. and it's such a spiritual amazing place and I just keep getting drawn to Ibiza and the music and the energy and mm -hmm. the spirituality and all that kind of stuff but when I when I kind of launched the secret inspiro my intention was really to focus on the music industry and I do actually think sometimes your audience finds you Mm -hmm. rather you, you know I have got a marketing background so I was all about you know target audience and all that kind of stuff and actually the more that I just followed my heart and did the stuff and focused on the stuff that I was passionate about so things like music and the, mu the music and loving music in the music industry are two very very different things <laughs> but you know I, I don't know I've just the more I focus on something that I'm passionate about that I love the more doors open and the more opportunities come. Yeah. And then also think that there's a real need for it in the music industry. There's a real need. Um, I went to International Music Summit in May um, and I was very honored to kind of watch a panel that was um, chaired by Pete Tong and he was talking to um, Avicii's father, class. Oh, wow. And, you know, obviously Avicii um, took his own life a year and a half maybe two years ago now and um as much as i focus on the females um it's you know it doesn't have to be that but um i think within the industry there is there is a real problem because there's a lot of external stuff there's a there's a lot of external validation and people kind of loving people and you know there's a lot of um musicians and artists they're potentially some of them are quite introverted Mm -hmm. you know very creative people yeah. and they get thrown out into the, the limelight and some of them are craving that and you know but then you have to kind of ask why um and the actual reality of the music industry like i say there's a lot of there's a lot of sleep deprivation there's a lot of isolation there's a lot of um you know drugs and alcohol addiction there's a lot of ups and downs and it, it's just an absolutely crazy industry and the, and me the mental health of the people that are in this industry mm -hmm. um you know this it, it can get to a really really bad place and you know there's obviously people like professor green who's shared a lot of his experiences and he was on the panel actually in may and he's so articulate and it's great absolutely amazing and he talks about his story and stuff and he was saying about 
um, the fact that he got to, you know, he's not, he's probably not even had the peak of his career is doing exceptionally well, but he had a peak or a, a moment where he was living what he's manifested. He was living his dream. He was, you know, doing music. He was well known. He was getting paid loads of money and whatever. And he kind of ha had everything that he'd, he'd dreamt of, but he felt so empty and so he felt really awful and he, it just didn't feel right. And it just, he felt almost guilty and that he was resenting this time. And it, like, it was just such a kind of misalignment in his head and it was really, really hard. And, but yeah, so there's a, there's so much, there's so much in the music industry um, and so much help um, that I think that they need and love and support. And I, I'm almost an inspirer to the inspirers. I think that the people in the music industry and the artists in the music industry give the world so much yeah. they are raising the vibration of of the universe yeah. with the work that they put out there and this sort the heart and soul they're pouring their heart and souls out into their work mm -hmm. and making millions and millions of people dance pants in their kitchen mm -hmm. and feel happy mm -hmm. so i want to support them behind the scenes amazing I love, I love that. I love that. And what is your favourite song? Because I always play out a favourite tune. It's harder on Zoom, but I always play out one when I do the re-record, the edits. So what would you go for? That is like probably one of the hardest questions. To I know. Ask. It's hard because we don't have one favourite song, do we? Yeah. We've got so many. Are, are there a few that really speak to your soul or get you dancing in the, naked in the kitchen or in your pants? <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, I, I love like, I love the stones. There's this, I could listen to the stones for hours and hours and hours. I love Fleetwood Mac. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can't ever answer this question because there are, I love so, so much music. Was there songs that got you through the breakup? Oh God. Adele? You know, <laughs> you know what? Like birds. Birdie couldn't like Birdie was just I, think, I don't know if she released an album around that time, mm -hmm. but I listened to that and it I, I, for years afterwards I could not listen to Birdie because it just made me absolutely cry my eyes out. Oh. Um, but it touched it touches something in your soul. But that's what I mean about music; it's so emotive. It really um, is, and it can take you back to a time like for memories, like a certain song. Um, I. I trigger like it triggers like when I got my first car and it takes me back to that moment and it takes me straight back to that month years and years ago it just a song yeah. reminds me of how I felt that day driving to go on a first date with my now husband but it's funny how certain certain songs really trigger you don't they oh oh my god yeah I'm still I'm trying to think of a song um I don't know like start me up the rolling stones or something like that brilliant well i'll play that in the edits this is my favorite song in the world but there's there's just too many well you've got time to think about it because you can you can make oh have i yeah sleep oh, on yes. it sleep on oh, it and message me and i'll i'll do so that funny. when i do the edits but um that's thank the only you. question that i was like oh my god <laughs> i i just can't answer you <laughs> it's a hard one listen you've been amazing i've learned so much so thank you for being here all in um you're gonna secretly inspire so many and uh keep doing a great job oh, thank you thanks for having me darling love, all, love all the love and good vibes to you namaste namaste <laughs> i actually think that is the hardest question i ask everyone what is your favourite song? Tell us a song. Sometimes you've got to go with your gut, but it's hard. Gives us all encouragement for a playlist, though, doesn't it? I'll never stop. What a girl. You're running hot. You got me ticking, gonna blow my top. If you stop me up, if you start me up, I'll never stop, never stop, never stop, never stop. You make a grown man cry. You make a grown man cry. You make a grown man cry. Oil, the gasoline, I walk smooth and
song it's hard it's really really hard but that is a classic and um i hope i didn't do it too much damage but hey it's not about the singing here it's about just connecting with music about um getting out of our overthinking minds and just enjoying it that's what it's all about um so thank you all for being here guys i hope you're singing along with me and yeah you're awesome have a great week all my love Mwah. 